Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, and this is our brand performance podcast. Now, I have a really special guest with you today, and I know you're just going to enjoy this episode. We've got Mike Vacante with us, and he is an entrepreneurial disruptor. He loves to teach people to just be yourself. He's very successful and quite unconventional. He wrote the book, Believership, and I cannot wait to dive into this episode and dig out these golden nuggets that we're going to share with Mike today. So Mike, thank you for being on the podcast. You know, I'm so excited to be with you today, Marlo. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So here's the thing, you know, you love to engage others from around the world. You love to embrace diversity, open up deep, engaging and intentional dialogue. And so, you know, what is it that has triggered that for you, Mike? And how can we describe you? And why are we describing as, as an entrepreneurial disruptor? Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, I think that disruption sometimes, Marlo, gets gets framed in this negative sense that that we're, you know, in there breaking things. But in reality, it's it's just challenging the status quo to find the greater possibilities that are in front of us. And I think that's what excites me the most is is we are in a time of of great change, right? Change is more significant and it's accelerating faster than any time in history. And I don't know that we've really prepared ourselves or each other for the, those possibilities ahead of us. I think that's what excites me the most. And, and having a bunch of experiences, decades of business experience and, and many more of life experience, I like to embrace that as context for greater learning. That if we have this great experience and context for learning, why don't we learn more and apply it now instead of stopping the learning and start becoming so prescriptive in our, in our ideas? And um, let's open up possibilities for all those now and that are coming behind us. Boy, do I ever relate to that, you know, and, you know, and I look at entrepreneurs as kind of the road less charted, right? We kind of have to write our own script. We have to beat to our own drum. And what allows you to be a successful entrepreneur, would you say, Mike? Well, I, I believe that, that the discipline of staying focused on the objective is probably the hardest part. You have likely experienced it. Many of us had that once we start down a path, Marla, we have an idea, an ambition, an objective, but then there are all these side paths that come up, things that catch our attention, other influences that we might follow, and and oftentimes we can get uh, out of rhythm in, in taking the necessary steps, the disciplined steps of staying on course continue to move forward down the path, being aware of others and new influences and, and intentions, but still staying focused on the end game and, and going through that sometimes dark tunnel 
that it takes to get through to the light at the end. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing. It's interesting that you say the distractions because I've had so many conversations. I actually just posted about this on LinkedIn. The conversations that I'm having this week, and it's only Tuesday, right? It's I'm overwhelmed. I've taken on too much. I, you know, that my, I, I, there's just so much going on. And here's the thing. We oftentimes as entrepreneurs feel like we have to say yes to everything, but it's really when we say no and we have infinite discipline and focus that we can actually achieve the most. How are you relating to that? Oh, boy. I just love that whole idea, sentiment, that statement. Because saying no is saying yes to the, to the greater possibilities ahead. And, and I think that speaks so well to what I mentioned about focus. There's challenges out there, right? And I think many of us step out of the structured environments to 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 make an impact to make a difference and what happens oftentimes is the programs the easier path through sometimes to to revenue or to engagement takes us away from the true mission of making the difference making the impact that we intended to at the beginning I totally agree yeah and and structure is a big part of it, right? And so when we can build a structure, follow a plan, I mean, that gives us peace and that makes us comfortable. But because we're entrepreneurs and because there's not always structure, <laughs> that's where the distraction comes into play, right? And it, so it's easy to be having that, you know, shiny penny syndrome. We're constantly chasing the next shiny thing, thinking that that's going to get us closer. And um, yeah, that, that lack of focus. So what have you found for yourself personally, Mike, when you find yourself chasing down the rabbit hole? What do you do? It's hard sometimes to pull back, Marlo, but, but that's generally what I do is take a couple of steps back and, and look at, you know, get to the correct altitude. So I'm seeing the bigger picture and remembering that the idea was not to become engaged in the thing that is most normal or most common, because that can be the easier path sometimes to fall back into the patterns of status quo. But remember that the whole idea here was to disrupt, to bring new ideas, to change the things that aren't working for everybody, to open up the, the platform and, the, and the, the path for many more to follow into a better future, into better ideas that perhaps I need to be the blunt instrument to to break down the wall, not be the one that just points and says, oh, I, f- I found the wall. Um, <laughs> look at the challenges here. Let me express that to you. I think that pulling back and understanding that today is just my day to put the helmet on and run into that brick wall and try to chip it away and create an opening for many more to follow through. Absolutely love it. Yeah. And that's that, you know, it's that bold fearlessness. It's that unbridled spirit, I think, that just kind of burns within you. I think that's a natural thing that, you know, you want to see a solution to it and you're going to find it regardless, even if it is as fierce as banging your head up against the wall. If that's what it takes to build the hole, then that's what you're going to do. And that's a relentless pursuit of success and, well, success defined however you wish. But I think that's powerful. And as people are listening to this, they're being extremely validated by you, Mike, in, in how you're, you're honoring that, um, which plays into my next 
piece here, and you're really, really good at this, Mike, is being yourself. Like, why is that so important? And, you know, how can you kind of help us level up to be ourselves? Oh, you know, the, the genuineness sometimes is, is hard to stay in, Marlo, because we feel the pressures around us. And I think that while we're aware of others, oftentimes we don't, we don't take the time to be aware of ourselves. What are we feeling? What are the real challenges? And, you know, being ourselves is, is allowing the opportunity to, to grow and be our, be our best. If we follow a different path or we follow um, a different influence, we can only be a really good replication of somebody else. We'll always be lesser than that other thing we're chasing instead of being the, you know, the, the, the best of ourselves. And what I find in that journey sometimes, Marlo, and, and this becomes a big challenge for many entrepreneurs, um, it becomes a challenge for me along the path, is sometimes it feels really lonely. Like we've, we've stepped into an island. And I think it's really important to remember that at times when we feel lonely, we certainly are not alone. And what you're doing even with this, this podcast and these conversations is, is, is giving us all the permission to, to, to engage with each other, to realize that while the journey may seem lonely sometimes, we are not alone, that there are many others going down this challenging path and we can help each other. We can reach out and collaborate and communicate and learn from each other. And I commend you for opening that platform for so many to experience that, to gain strength from that, and, and really to get their, their tanks refueled so they're ready for the, the challenges ahead. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. And it's interesting too, because I think, you know, when, and we're always told and we hear it all the time, just be yourself, just be yourself. But you know what? How many times do you feel like just being yourself is not enough? Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. come on, you're, you're giggling, Mike, but come on, let's, like, let's go there for a minute. Cause we've all felt that, like you said, you're out on an island, just this isn't enough. Like, how can that sabotage our success in life? Mm. You know, I, I, I wish that there was some great wisdom that I could share, right? With the gray hair sprouting from my head, I, I, I would think that you could say you reach a point where that's, that's no longer the case, that you're totally comfortable in, in, that I'm totally comfortable in my own skin, that the knowledge I have, I feel secure in. And the reality is there's this sense of curiosity that makes us look outside of ourselves. And, and that's a good thing. But we're, we're always in this pattern of comparison, right? And, and we live in a world of measures. And that turns into judgment and envy. And I think we're all subjected to that to a degree. And, and we can fall victim to that. Yeah. So, well, and you know, in comparison, right? We're always like comparing ourselves to who we think is doing, you know, their best self. And in essence, if we just stop and just reflect and say, "No, 
I'm doing pretty darn good right now and I'm going to own it and I'm going to just be it and I'm going to believe in it. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and there's that discomfort piece. Right. And, and I know we say this almost as cliche to start becoming comfortable with discomfort. It's a hard thing to do, but moving beyond the cliche, it really is true that I think when we feel that unease at times, it's kind of a motivator to to figure it out, right? To get to that place of of confidence and and boldness once again. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said curiosity. Like use that, you know, to really dig and find out why are we so curious about, you know, what is it that we want to get answered in that space because I think that's quite valuable. Okay, so this has got to feed into the book that you wrote called Believership, you know, just being yourself, believing that you can, um helping people discover their own super superpower. Can you give us some guidance, Mike, on on writing that book and like who is it for? Uh, yes, the, the 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 writing of the book was really a reflection of the experiences I had. That you know, I was thrust into large companies during periods of mergers and acquisitions where there was a lot of fear and doubt and and chaos swirling around, and people were kind of questioning everything, challenging if they believed in the mission or the the vision or the leader themselves, and. Marlo, I don't know that I ever um, at the moment stopped and reflected on that until I had been through my fifth merger and acquisition. And my teams had always done well, very well, and succeeded at a, at a high level through those experiences. And at the end of it, I did a reflection of why, why was that? I know I was there, so I was somewhat of a common denominator, but I hadn't done the work to discover what were other people experiencing during that time? And when I did that through a, a deep 360, I had a coach take me through a, a, a really deep 360 process, getting feedback from bosses and, and people that worked for me and clients and partners. And I had a, a better sense of what they were experiencing through those times. And that's when I realized the differentiator, the thing that they would attribute the success to is through that process of of calming the chaos and getting through the the doubt and fear is they believed in themselves and they believed in us as a group and they believed in the the vision or the mission or or they believed in me and that became much more important and impactful than any leadership skills any um, characteristics or the, the, the containers that we build that we, that we identify leaders with were really not important. What was most important is people believed in themselves. They believed in where they were going and then they moved dramatically and successfully in that direction. Boy, that's extremely poignant. So to calm the chaos, overcome the doubt and the fear, the answer was just believing in yourself, believing in the team, believing in the vision. And what a monumental thing to do. But you're absolutely right. I mean, as we've, you know, studied and listened and read some of the greats, I think that's that right there is the common denominator is belief. Yeah, there's, there's a sense of commitment that comes with that. And when, when people get to that point where they will, 
willfully commit, it opens them up to do great things. They find the greatness inside of themselves. And, and as I learned that, you know, at that point where people are willfully committed on their own, they'll do much more than they could ever be commanded to do. Mm. Big difference there. Now, this you know, you're you're touted as saying, you know, this um, opens our hearts and our minds to new ideas and perspectives just because of this one thing called belief, right? And you've witnessed it, right? Yes, yes. You know, connecting our heart and our head is is I, I think you know fulfillment of the great journey, and and that is a, a difficult thing to achieve. Unless we encourage it the most, and then it's amazing. People will embrace it and learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I love here, too, and as we stated, you know, and started this this episode with engaging others from around the world, I mean, what is it about, you know, being and looking at things from like an international perspective, right, and embracing diversity? Why is it so important, especially today, Mike, in what you've witnessed um, through your own experience? Well, I appreciate the opportunity to explore that, Marlo. I think you know me well enough to right. to know that I, you know, I don't profess to have all the answers, and 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 honestly, I'm really amazed by the willingness from people all over the world to step into this, and it's it's men and women of of all ages, of all experiences and backgrounds and religions, and um, I think that the universal peace is to have the, the, the choice to make decisions for their lives. And, and again, to be able to choose what they're committing to and to be able to um, frame it into what they determine as success, not the external measures, not the comparative values. And, you know, we've built this, this, I think, system that identifies some standard of sameness, which nobody can really clearly identify. We don't know anybody that's right in the center of it. And then we, we measure people against that standard of sameness to varying degrees. And when we toss all of that aside and we just see people for who they truly are and invite them into the the, the conversation, invite them into the exploration, to the journey, to the um, pursuit of goals and objectives, they bring their best and they, again, um, they, they feel valued, they feel seen, they can align their values and their ambitions to the overall objective of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, and, I totally agree with that one. I'm the, you know, like I sometimes feel I'm the most unlikely character on the planet for this to be happening to. Um, Why? But it's just. Why? You know, you know, the the limitations of, you know, growing up in the, you know, north central part of the United States in a suburb and, and just going um, about my, my business experiences and, and my, my career journey. Um. I didn't anticipate I would get to this point where I felt compelled to try to open the door and hold that space that so many more can come in and share openly. And in doing so, Marlo, they've given me the greatest education of my life. 
Mm, boy, is that ever powerful. You know, and here's the thing too. I mean, you, you're calling yourself like, you know, somewhat of a disruptor, right? And you've gotten comfortable with being uncomfortable. And here's the thing that we're hearing from you. You're like the master of calm, Mike. Like whether you want to call it or not, I mean, people are listening to this episode. They're getting these like golden nuggets of knowledge from you, understanding the power of just being you, show up and believe, um, you know, that there's really not a magic sauce, that there's just a lot of things that go with, you know, feelings, challenges, growth, distractions, influence all of these big beautiful things we're having in this conversation about but you know you're just kind of the master of calm and i i'm hearing you say just bring it just bring it i'll face the challenge <laughs> how are you relating to that as i'm describing it mike uh i i think that the 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 energy inside of us all and i don't mean to say energy in some esoteric way um i want to put it into the sense of, you know, the energy that we get up with in the morning and approach the day with. So, um, the, the, the common energy we all have, um, when, when we, when we open it up and expose it. And so there's vulnerability in that, right? If, if we don't have all the answers and we can laugh at ourselves, when we, um, are confident in our knowledge, but not rigid in that, knowledge um i think that there's so much more that um becomes available for us and when we allow the better things to happen when we become available to learn and explore i just think there's there's many experiences that we get to have that would have otherwise been denied had we stayed on a very narrow rigid path Wow. What a divine way to end out this episode. This is so fascinating. And we love listening to this conversation. I know the listeners are just kind of eating all of this up, um, but it is 22 minutes. And so we have to come to the, the close of it. So where can we connect with you, Mike? I mean, how can we add you to our circle of influence? Because it's so powerful and I want people to engage with you and keep the conversation alive. Where can we find you? Thank you. I would invite everybody to, to first find me on LinkedIn. Um, I like being open on LinkedIn. There's a community building around the Humans First community, which, which is global and it's an open invitation. There's four calls every week that take place with diverse people from seriously all over the world. Um, that's a, that's a great place to find me. Otherwise, there is humansfirst.club is a website and, and a community page. And then mjvacanti.com. Um, I would love to meet people, hear from you, and, and invite you into the very open community. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you're listening to this episode, you jump into the Humans First Club. Let let Mike know that you heard him on this podcast today and that you're inspired by it. And let's keep that conversation alive. Okay. So when we talk about like challenge and being uncomfortable, are you in Clubhouse? Are you part of that sphere yet, Mike? I am on Clubhouse. I've been dabbling with the Humans First community. We we have um, a group of ambassadors now, and they've kind of taken the charge on Clubhouse because I'm I'm uh, probably slower in the uptake of of new things sometimes. So, but I am in community rooms. It is growing. I have friends. There are rooms that I follow. So. You please find me there as well, and, and I'm happy to connect however best serves the audience. 
I love it. I love it. And yeah, I'm like you, you know, I'm kind of dabbling in three things at once. I've got the music going. I got Clubhouse in the background. I'm talking with clients. I mean, it's just kind of like this multifaceted world that we live <laughs> in today. And I look at it and I'm like, damn girl, like got lots going on, but it's fun. It brings the energy alive. So thank you so much for being with us and, and sharing this rich conversation today, Mike. It's just invaluable. Thank you, Marlo. And, and I don't want to step out without giving you kudos for bringing that great energy and and opening up the door for so many more and for that exploration of each of us finding the power to step forward into the the world and the life that we can envision for ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know what? Both of you and I are on the other side to catch anybody who's willing to take the leap because we live in that space and, um, you know, it's beautiful over here, right? Absolutely. Thank you. And I appreciate all the work you do. Thank you so much. All right. So to learn more about Mike, you can also visit our website at MarloHiggins.com. And that's where you can add Mike to your circle of influence, connect to his resources and purchase his book. Again, we invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, please share your biggest takeaway on our Performing Get Paid community Facebook page. That's where we're going to engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and chief inspirational officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. Marlo.